So we usually record this show every Tuesday, which isn't usually a problem. Unless you have a week like this week, or this pair of weeks. Yeah, in 2019, uh, two Tuesdays in a row are highly problematic for podcasting, uh, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. Oh, is it the Eves? For some reason I thought it was Christmas Day and New Year's Day, but e- either way, it, it it's... Not ideal days for sitting and making up stuff on the internet. Yeah, they're both rough for cool people who have social lives. Obviously, Chris and I have nothing to do, <laughs> but the rest of you. My my social life is going to be, like, me sat around on Twitter playing video games, but, like, I'll put on a festive soundtrack behind it, and maybe drink, maybe, maybe drink some festive wine. I don't want to miss, like, the day that it's acceptable to, like, you know... Daydream can play video games out of uh, with a fancy wine glass involved. Uh, but I did promise people an episode every week, and also just going two weeks without any content kind of kills the narrative momentum if you're following the show as it's coming out. So I did want to have something in the feed for those two weeks. Uh, I wanted one-shots. Those are hard to get together, actually. You think, oh, how hard is it to just make some stuff up? Hey, we almost have one. We might have one, maybe. You in the future, you you can see when these episodes come out how long they are and what they are. Right now, we only have hopes and dreams. I hope <laughs> this is a short episode and the next one is also a short episode, but who knows. Um, but this one, the one you're listening to now, uh, I have I'm I'm been referring to as Nivix's Big Day Out. Yeah, this is chronologically right after where we just left off, but this is this is just me and you for a bit. As 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 is clear from the fact that we did all of the checklist and just got started recording and there was no nonsense. Yeah, we didn't have Chris calling me a dumb bitch for an hour <laughs> that I had to edit out while everyone was mean about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, I'm still going to be mean about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Come on! They're not that bad. I mean, they are now, but they weren't always that bad. Anyway, I can't do this again. This can't be a fucking my seasonal running gag somehow. Well, it's probably better than the season where it was you jerking off in the Epcot ball or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what happened, Laura! Don't say I jerked off in the Epcot ball! <laughs> Um, yeah, so next uh, next week I have an idea of what's going to be posted, uh, but maybe plans will change, so I don't want to promise too much. But this episode's going to be focused on Nifix. It's taking place while uh, Cordelia and Blake are killing the insurance agent from the last episode, and while King is running around Sigil planning, I guess, the takeover of the Believers. That's where we left off. So that's that's spicy. But what is Nifix doing in the meantime? You've been having kind of a difficult run of the last arc and there's just a couple of low-key conversations i think nifix needs to have this christmas yeah there's there's a few lovely festive uh things she needs to tick off her to-do list like handing in a soul to not not die 
seems pretty high on that that have a good Christmas list. Yeah, I I thought that was going to happen last recording, and then Chris dropped that bombshell yeah. that went into the credits, <laughs> and so we were just like, nope, we got to stop here. So yeah, I'm. Uh, what am I doing? I'm getting the uh, what the party barge down to go redeem that that soul. Yeah, that yeah. Let's start there. Nifix, you burst into Hermes, the discotheque. It's obviously pumping twenty four seven. There's demons in here, and they're all getting groovy. Um, and you're just like a sweaty, just bone juiced up mess. Yeah, I think I think Nifix is gonna go in looking. Looking around to see if uh, if our captain is anywhere to be seen. Yeah, why don't we roll? Sir, I mean, this is literally for your survival. <laughs> uh, that is a ten, but it's also a botch. Oh my lord, Nifix! This is a bad start to your big day out. I know this is a bad day out. <laughs> Nifix is bad day out. Have I had too much bone juice? I can't see. I I I can't tell who's who right now. Yeah, so you rush onto the dance floor and you're getting jostled and pushed by demons and you're just yelling like, Sharon, Sharon, I am running out of time. And you just get knocked down. I think, like, does Netflix have, like, maybe a panic attack? I don't know if she, like, if bone juice is going to put your life in danger, but maybe that's also a component. Well, getting knocked down on a dance floor when you are that small. Oh. Probably... Probably not easy to see where how to get get out of that situation when everyone is very tall. Uh, okay, so do you have any uh, like spells or any ideas of how to get out of the situation before you're you're trampled in the dark club? So I think I think Nifix's solution to this is going to be using polymorph to turn into something bigger to hopefully get a better van- vantage point of of where she's looking around. Yeah, so how do you part the crowd? What kind of what kind of animal gets you through this room? Yeah, I'm I'm having a look at like what is big enough to 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 get out of this situation but not going to cause a panic on the dance floor. Elephant is too big. No elephant. Um correct. <laughs> yeah. Giant uh giant elk. <laughs> yeah, I mean the antlers are going to give you some room. Well, that's what I'm hoping for is I can sort of just throw people to either side a little like a snowplow but with my antlers yeah okay nifix becomes a snowplow elk and just uh begins bulldozing through the dance floor i like this you're so your your adrenaline's pumping you can't slow down your thought process you just got to find sharon and you bulldoze into her office as a giant elk there are probably still two demons caught up in your antlers uh and you find her in her office uh and she is uh face down on her desk in a pile of what looks like illicit powder. Um, Nifix is gonna is gonna turn back, give her a, give Sharon a good shake, and go, "Hey, there's some bone juice in it for you. If you can help me not die." <laughs> uh, so Sh- Sharon is like shaken awake. She's very drowsy, and you see, like, she pulls her face up out of this this pile of a uh, pink dust on her desk and she looks at you and she says well hey there sweetie what's the what's the rush what's the hullabaloo um i'm 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 gonna i'm gonna die in like an hour and a half and i'd like that to not happen and you have a boat and i've got bone juice would you like some bone juice i need a ride (laughs) well i'm already hooked up here you want some you want a bump i got some fresh pixie dust i mean Maybe when the ninety minutes is off, off of the, off of the clock. Where's the soul? 
Uh, I have the soul with me, don't I? Uh, Matilda gave you paperwork entitling you to a soul. It's a contract, basically. So you just give that to the... Oh, okay, okay. Um, the Yaklaw to indemnify them is the legal term. I've got paperwork. I've got an IOU. Uh, Sharon grabs it, looks at it, and says... Yeah, no, no problem, honey. We can get this down. Uh, we don't even have to go all the way down. I'll, I'll go to the the first layer of the abyss, and I'll grab a, I'll grab a demon who can send a message, and we'll get it all squared away. No problem at all. <sighs> thank, you, uh, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank, 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 thank you. You sure you don't want a bump? You look like you could use it. I mean, after the day I'm having. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, what do you think the effects of pixie dust are? Oh, I don't know. I I'm trying not to. Cause here's the thing. I hear pixie dust, and my brain goes to the real world thing, angel dust, and I'm like, mm. that seems like a bad thing. Let's let's hope it's not that. Now, I was thinking, Peter in Peter Pan, pixie dust lets yeah. you fly. So I was thinking more of like a flying sensation. Yeah, you just have a very floaty body feel. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a very pleasant, it's like yeah. being in the, the clear blue, fresh air and having yeah. a light sun on your face. It's just just pleasantness. Oh, that's that's nice. Nipix could do with a bit of that right now. Yeah, I, Sharon's like genuinely worried about you. You came in manically throwing demons across her club. Yeah, sorry, sorry about the, about the, about the throwing. It's, it's been a day. It's been a day. You and me both, sugar. Yeah, uh, what's 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 your day mean? Oh, you know, just the trials and tribulations of running a competitive dis- discotheque in the soul economy. I I don't know anything about running a disco. What what's talk <laughs> about running a disco? Eh, I won't bore you with the details, honey. It's just sometimes you just want to do best for people, and you let them down, even though you try your best, and you just got to keep trying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> she kind of like takes you by the shoulder a little bit, like to you know level with you, and it's like, "Are do you need to get something off your chest, honey?" Cato picked you because he he needed somebody he could rely on, and I I want to be there for you if you need it. I mean, I don't know why he thought thought picking me to be the one to rely on was gonna be a gonna be a good move i've not exactly been the most helpful since i started doing this oh come on don't you no need to be modest we both know you're you're a special person you're very skilled people look up to you Uh, not anyone i can think of oh so all those people that subscribe to your your streams and whatnot they they don't mean anything there's people who think I'm dead still, who don't know I am alive. And you've saved their lives how many times over the last couple missions? The way they seem to see it, I am that person that tags along that isn't really meant to be there. It's the feeling I get. <sighs> True heroes are sometimes underappreciated in their time. Tragic. But also romantic, in a way. That's a nice thought. I mean, I wish I could see the romantic side of it. Oh. Because <laughs> right, right now it just feels like I'm doing a job that I was not 
really ever that equipped for. I just, I, I just feel like I'm floundering. Well, come on, you little flounder. <laughs> Let's uh get ready for the boat trip. You don't have to come if you don't want. I'm just gonna drop this off if you got other things to do. You look like you could use a nap. I, I could use a nap. Well, I just just woke up refreshed from mine. She just like gestures to the the table, which has a f- face print <laughs> of hers in the pixie dust. <laughs> uh, it does. Does Nipix get the impression that putting a face down there might might uh, get her off to sleep as well? <laughs> I think that might be too much for Nifix. You gotta work your way up to that much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Sharon's gonna take the Hermes down to the abyss, and uh, Nifix, you, what do you want to do? Nifix is just gonna slump down and just sit there for a minute and just try and have a minute to stop rushing. Uh huh. Cause, cause it's 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 been a hot minute. <laughs> So like a uh, a Stanley Kubrick kind of uh, scene where you're just staring at the camera it, as you like slump onto the floor and it just holds for an uncomfortably long time to emphasize your mental state. Yeah, the the kind where like you as the viewer probably know everything that's that's bumping around in that head, but it's just a sort of extended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're having a rough one, huh? Yeah, see, a lesser filmmaker would cut to you killing the New York slog, and then cut to you killing Hector, and then cut to you killing the delivery elf. But Kubrick understands. We can just show your face, <laughs> and a talented actress can get it across. Yeah. Enjoy my wonderful facial expressions I'm doing for you, audience. <laughs> <laughs> so once Nifix is done having a mental uh, meltdown, does uh, she have anything else she wants to do while King is off? Uh, taking over a faction, and Cordelia and Blake are stacking bodies like cordwood. Yeah, with 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 this out the way, um, I think Nifix is just going to go straight back to Matilda. I don't think that she's got anywhere else to be going right now. It's an objective. It's it's something that she can look forward and go. That's 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 next. That is both both a sad indictment of her life that she's on vacation and she's like i guess i'll go invest I'll, i guess i'll just hang out with the person who killed me um and it's it's a g- really good condemnation of video game design as we said ubisoft and, and their failures has been a constant theme this, this season <laughs> yeah yeah we need objectives we need checklists please well this this is it like i i don't feel like i don't feel like nifix is in the mood to bum around and think about what's happening to her. I think she just wants a goal, something to be doing. It's what she thought the assassination thing in the first place was going to be, was, oh, just objectives and do the objective and no real thinking about it, and just thing to thing to thing. Uh, So you go back to Purgatory, and uh, Matilda works on the second floor, Envy. So that's after the ground floor, of course. So it's G and then one, two, three, four, five, six, seven for a total of eight. Um, you pop over to her office, which uh, you have directions from the card she gave you. Um, and you enter her office instead of being greeted by a beautiful beach and the astral sea, like in Cato's office, mm. you find a very cramped dark room, um, which is almost like being inside a sphere made of monitors facing inward. 
so that she, so so that Matilda sitting in like a swivel chair can monitor all the markets simultaneously while like spinning around. I mean, that's cool. Uh huh. I don't know if I'd want to live in that room, but like I have one of those rooms in my house. Yeah, it's her office. She doesn't live here. <laughs> but, yeah, but yeah, so she's in here. She uh, has a different head on right now. So you you basically guessed before she even showed up what her ability was, which is to wear different severed heads to gain their conduit powers. Yeah, I think you walk in and she is wearing a a, a horse gardenal. So it would have been like a horse uh, humanoid, but it's just a severed horse head stuck on a a woman's body. Now it's kind of upsetting honestly it'd be like a jump scare in a in, if this was like a amnesia of the dark descent kind of game you open a door yeah. and there's a horse head woman uh, but she's she's just checking the stocks <laughs> uh, um hey 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 hello nefix i see you didn't have your soul ripped out of your body and taken into the abyss to be tortured by demons so things are looking up for you yeah Thanks, thanks for that. I I like not having my soul ripped from my body. It's a preferential state of being. No need to thank me. It's purely transactional. We have a business arrangement, you and I. So, what 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 do you, what do you want out of me? Oh, don't say it like that. This is as much for your benefit as it is for mine. I'm sure it is. I understand why you don't trust me. Luckily, trust isn't necessary in this business. All that matters is I'm going to make you very, very rich. I mean, it's not the worst thing I've heard today. What else is there? Fame? You want to be famous? You had millions of subscribers, but those were just people. Just ordinary plebs, average citizens. I can get you into rooms with senators, rock stars... Prime Ministers. The people who actually matter. That all sounds very... fancy. It all sounds... impressive. You know, I just... I'm not so fussed about what I'm doing, I just want to be doing something. Exactly. This isn't fancy for fanciness sake. I'm not giving you gifts. I'm gonna let the world see how skilled you are. I'm going to put you on display, and you are going to be the best there is. I told you, in the envy business, competitors are the cash cow. There can only be one fastest person, only one strongest person, only one smartest person. Everyone else is just a jealous runner-up, and that's where I make my bread, and that's where you'll make yours too, on all the people who are second best. I'm... I'm I'm listening. She turns and starts uh, looking through different uh, line graphs, bar charts, pie diagrams, just like a bunch of business school looking stuff that doesn't really interest you that much. And she says, uh, we'll get you a broker's license in time. I'll, I'll just I'll bribe someone. You don't actually have to worry about that part. The important stuff is. Is above bureaucracy. I, I don't think you've actually told me what it is you want me doing. Nifix, there's only one kind of trading that has actual profits. Insider trading. Huh. In your time as an assassin, give me some examples of the kind of missions you went on. 
Uh, I'm trying to remember now. We we went we went and killed someone who was gonna become a god. They were getting too powerful. We killed them before that happened. We okay. So you know someone's gonna try an ascension ritual to become a, a god, right? And so yeah. now this, suddenly there's a great demand for souls who might serve this god. So everyone is buying into this. Everyone's buying in in, in, in this bullish market. But you you're gonna go kill this wannabe god and so you bet against that surge do you understand everyone's going one direction but you control the fact everything's going to go in the other direction it sounds like what you're basically asking me to do is to go and beat the odds you're the best there is i've seen your work i didn't just pick you because i saw your conduit out of context i research all of my investments carefully I saw your potential, and I wanted it for myself, and now it's here, and now we can both benefit from it. When I got brought back to kill, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't get it. I didn't get why me. At least with your offer, I can see why- I I can see why me. I can understand what it is that I bring to the table. Nifix, you're literally worth killing for. I did not think I would be as flattered by that as I am. Huh. I hope you don't mind me saying this, but you seem deeply unhappy. Are the people who are asking you to kill, are they appreciating you and your talents? Are they lifting you up as high as you can go? God no. God no. I the whole time I was with that group from day 1 they were taking advantage of, they were they were making fun of the fact that I was the person on the team of killers who'd never killed anyone. I finally get around to killing someone and suddenly they're all oh what are you doing killing people? Uh, you know that I was on a group of with 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 serial killers and for hire assassins. That got mad because I killed someone who killed my friend. I don't know where I stand with them. If you stand with me, you'll stand with superstars. With the kind of people you have to pay to even see behind glass. I'm willing to try and see if this feels as good as it sounds. Because I'm looking for a challenge... And I'm looking for some job where I, where I feel like I'm doing something I'm good at. That's all I'm asking. I've seen your work. I know you just trying something out is better than most people's life work in a, in a field. The, the only reservation I have right now is I don't know where I stand with obligations to the people who brought me back. You're not a slave, Nifix. You're a master. No one gets to tell you what to do. I didn't ask to be killed, but I didn't ask to be brought back and made to put on a team of assassins without... I I didn't ask for any of this. Screw it, I'll give... (laughs) I'll give this a go. I have one more gift for you. What is it? Uh, she reaches into her bag and she pulls out uh, another head. Um. Uh, this is a gnome head. 
And she says, Conduit of Venom. Totally untraceable, undetectable, tasteless, a single drop in an energy drink. Nifix takes the head. Yeah, so this is the this is the actual person who killed you. So to 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 be clear, and I don't know if this is a, a distinction that, that Nifix would necessarily know, is is this a case of this head switching person had this head at the time that they killed me? Or is this a case of they paid this person to kill me and then took their head? The latter, yeah. This person was yeah. like Hector and like the cor- the elf courier. She just pays people all over Sigil to do stuff for her. And if they you know, give up her secrets, she has them killed. So, yeah, this person, this person's murder led her- you back to her. So she had to erase all of the loose ends. Yeah. But this is the actual person who killed you. I mean, it was on her order. She doesn't deny that she yeah. she wa- she paid for your murder. She paid for your head to be cut off and brought to her. Here's, here's the thing. Nifix undoubtedly is still a little uneasy about working with someone who killed her, but it, at this point, she's just looking for some kind of direction. Mm-hmm. And this seems a better fit for her than trying to wrangle a group of assassins that all have different aims that seem to just not really appreciate her place on the team. In any way, shape, or form, so... Yeah, I mean, watching King and Cordelia die probably didn't help either. Yeah, yeah. Nifix is... I I think having had her own death, but also watched other deaths around her, there is just a certain degree of... Sure, you killed me. I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna hold that super against you. I've been killing people. Death... This just sort of happens. Also, Matilda is willing to answer any questions you have in excruciating detail, where people like Lancelot are literally not open to being questioned at all. Oh god, yeah. The the fact that she was willing to answer my questions when I had not yet won the challenge where that was going to be my reward is like, oh, oh, okay, you are just willing to be open with me. I think that is definitely appreciated. So, uh, you're free to go take that head home. It's a bit of a grisly trophy, but it's a way of her saying, like, she got revenge for you in a way. Uh, even though she's, once again, she's not denying that she's responsible, yeah. but it's it's kind of like a joke way to do, to do something for you and also assure you that the loops are closed so you, neither of you can be caught. Yeah. Nifix is going to take it regardless and... I don't know where she's gonna put that. I'm I'm picturing her like <laughs> on the desk of like anime and video game figurines, just parting them to the side and having it there like a video game character head bust that you might get with a special edition. It would go really well with that Dead Island pre-order oh, bonus. Oh, the the limbless torso of a lady. <laughs> Literally, yeah. it's that's more grisly. A real thing that happened, or they tried to give you a dismembered woman's corpse instead of just this. <laughs> This perfectly taxidermied head that's clean. So, video games are great. Video games are great. Uh, As you go to leave, Matilda says, Your first assignment, before I teach you all the boring things about brokerage, uh, why don't you go out and see if you can find a good head? Just any old head. Oh no, we don't deal with penny stocks here. 
I mean, like, are we are we after specific kinds of of heads? It's a test, Nefix. Mm-hmm. She gets close, and like the 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 uh, the taxidermied horse face is like a little uncomfortably close. It's it's fine. Tests are challenges, and they're where I thrive. On your way out, she just like yells after you. Also, think about what floor you'd want to work on. You can't have my office. Uh, your office is really cool, though. Think how many video games I could have on all these screens. You can have even more screens, Nefix. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Alright, so, Nefix, uh, what head are you going to bring Matilda? She needs a, She wants a strong conduit. So, I don't know if Nifix necessarily has a plan for how to uh, achieve this. I think she's thinking tragedy. Being able to, to see the future, even in a limited and cryptic way, is a very powerful conduit ability. Oh man, especially if you're, if you're playing the stock market. Yeah, right? So, it's gonna be a challenging one to go for, but, uh... I bet Norns are literally banned from playing the lottery. <laughs> that seems like a loophole. Oh, I imagine so. Like, I imagine every... Uh, the the casino we had in that one one-shot is probably, you know, screening for them at the door. <laughs> they have, like, a wand instead of looking for weapons or looking for Norns. Yeah. Um, Alright, so Nifix, you head on over to the Armory, the headquarters of the Doomguard, to see Tragedy the Norn. On the way there, are you thinking of um, which floor you'd want to work on if you continued working in the soul economy? I I don't think Nifix has thought that far ahead. I think Nifix is still at least a little bit in. This is a this is a trial run. We'll see how this goes. Kind of mode. Okay, uh, so Nifix, you're making your way downtown. You're walking fast. <laughs> Am I homebound? No, you're you're armory bound. I'm armory bound. Yeah, I, I tricked you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got me. I am not going home at all. Uh, and on your way there, you pass a familiar face. Yeah. It's everyone's favorite little guy. Oh, that! Oh, my my bestest friend. Wink, wink. He's so <laughs> trunky. Look at his little trunk. Uh. It's so lovely. I love him so much. Yep, it is Lancelot <laughs> the Hollyfent. He is flitting down the road in his little golden elephant form, and he spots you and f- just flaps his his way right on over to you. Nifix, Nifix. Oh, uh, hey, hey, Nifix. I haven't seen you since, um. When Cordelia bumped us together. Yeah, yeah, when we had that whole, uh, you know, big not good fight, huh? I guess we saw each other at the race, but then I got beat up and I don't really remember much. Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling better? You got beat up too. What are you doing? What am I doing? Yeah. I'm making my way downtown. I'm walking fast. This. This. You're... What? Nothing ever happened? We're all good? Is that that what you're going for? 
oh, I don't know about that. I just saw you. And I mean, the last time I saw you, we last time we were together, we got beat up and I was just checking on you. I'm fine. I heard I heard King died, but he came back, right? Everything's okay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's okay. I watched him die. It wasn't fun. He's apparently he's dating Abraham now. You'd know that. You're his friend. I'm sure he told you all about it. Sure, why not? Sure. Do you hear the Aethar? We're merging with another faction. Merging, maybe not the right, right word. We're gobbling up the ciphers. Look, I'm not going to ask you about what's going on with your religion. Apparently that's that's just not a good road for us. I don't, I, I don't ask you about stuff. About your religion. We don't do questions, do we? I mean, I'm not against questions. You just asked me to consider, and I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't willing to consider. Oh, I I asked a question so I could understand your religion, and you stormed off, and you've been nothing but resistant to talking to me since. Nifix, you have to have a zero tolerance policy for bad guys, right? When people are doing tyranny, you gotta guillotine them. When people are doing slavery, you gotta war them. Is that the category I was in when I asked you a question? Tyranny, slavery, is that is that where I'm at? No, it wasn't that you were as it wasn't you that you were doing questions. You were just asking me if I would side with the bad guys, and I said no. Never. No, you didn't say no, you walked off. You left and you refused to talk to me. You stormed off. I just it it's difficult for me. I have history i I just needed to be alone you could have you could have just said i need some time can i talk later you didn't have to storm off and make me feel like the one person i thought i was getting on with in this confusing mess of an afterlife was only after me for transactional whatever i could do for you i thought you were a friend i thought i'd made a friend and the second I asked anything questioning, I'm unhelpful. I'm not, you know, towing the party line. Not so much as a we'll talk later. I didn't know it was going to upset you so bad. Sometimes people fight. And you're taking it really hard. Is it because you haven't had friends before? It's because I've had nothing resembling my old life since I came back to life. And I... I thought I'd made a friend. I am your friend, Nefix. I think it's too late for that. I wanted to patch things up with you. But I don't feel like a friendship where... I'm walking on eggshells afraid to... Afraid to have conversations of any substance about our beliefs. Friendship isn't like video games, Nefix. You can't just get, like, perfect scores... Sometimes you're just going to mess up, and then you just keep friendshipping. That's what I thought, but... We were literally smushed face-to-face against each other, and... You didn't seem willing to work on the friendshipping then, did you? No, Cordelia's very rough, and also she she joined the Believers. Heck her. I'm apparently not quite good enough for any of them. I'm not good enough at being an assassin to 
fit in with the assassins. I don't unquestioningly want all the gods dead enough to fit in with the people who want all the gods dead. I don't fit in with the people who want to bring the gods back. I don't necessarily want that either. I, I, I want to feel like I have something worth working towards. I thought that might be friendship, but no. I wish you best of luck. Good luck killing all the gods. I hope you hope you hope you do it. Then you should stay away from Cordelia. We're not going to spare her if she if she keeps if she keeps going with the believers. I'm pretty sure it was Blake who told me not to get too attached to anyone in that group. Because sooner or later, one of us is going to die, one of us is going to kill the other, we're going to get killed by one of them. I've watched two of them die already. Death is going to happen. It's apparently not as big a deal as I thought it was going to be, so you do what you got to do. Or she'll kill you if she needs to. Just like you'll kill her and everyone else will kill everyone else that they need to kill to do whatever uncompromising thing they need to sort... Is this a good moment for Nifix to leave before he can retort? Is... Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is maybe the the moment that Nifix just walks away. I th- yeah, I think maybe she'll kill you is a good yeah. walk away line. Yeah, <laughs> just leaving oh. <laughs> Lancelot in the dust. Yeah, like how how fucked up is Nifix's makeup right now? <laughs> Oh, it's it's fucking running right down her face. Or, or it would be if she didn't, you know, hadn't prepared. She's got she's got the waterproof stuff. Oh, okay, we didn't have an uh, didn't have a full makeover scene, but I know we've been we've been thinking about one. Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> I think it it it's. It may need to occur. <laughs> Maybe in the episode that's released next week, which takes place before this one. Yeah. Maybe. Well, Who knows? Well, I don't well, want to promise. We'll see what we can work out. <laughs> uh, so, Nifix, you make your way to the armory, and strangely enough, uh, Barry, the Barriar, the Barriar, God, I hate Planescape sometimes. <laughs> it's so hard to pronounce shit. Uh, he's like, uh, kind of like a centaur, but uh, with deer features ab- ab- on both parts. He has, like, horns and stuff on his head. Uh, he's waiting for you outside, as if he knew you were coming, and he's like, waves you in. He says, evening, Nifix. Uh, evening. Hi. I set out tea for you and tragedy. You better hurry up, it's getting cold. Um, Nifix knows better than to question, uh, the actions that occur in the den of someone who can see the future, and he's just going to unquestionably go and sit down. Yeah, you you just are like, oh, well, I guess nothing matters, and Barry's like, yep, nothing matters. (laughs) Yeah. That's how we roll here. (laughs) Uh... So you make your way deeper into the armory and uh, in the inner sanctum where the weapons that are said to destroy the universe are forged, you see tragedy alone in this dark room. Um, to recap her appearance, she appears like a, a mannequin almost, like pretty devoid of features, uh, but she has a hole in her head to show she has no brain and a hole in her chest to show she has no heart. But otherwise, besides that, is vaguely humanoid. And, you know, she said before that she had a name... Uh, before she joined the Doom Guard, and she she sacrificed it 
in as part of the initiation ritual. So there are implications about where the rest of that stuff has gone as well. Uh, she is sitting uh, just uh, with some tea. Um, I think, yeah, her mouth probably still works. So she she can sip some tea as you enter the room. Uh, Nivix is going to sit down with a cup of tea opposite and just go, So, how are you doing? Wonderful, Nivix. I've been looking forward to this day for a long time. Yeah, what, what, what you been looking forward to? The day when I can finally rest. That was a foolish part of me that was expecting a lot more resistance when I came here today. It must be difficult not seeing the road ahead. There's a lot of second guessing involved in making choices. Choices are tough. A future full of mysteries could also be full of joy or hope. Not knowing that everything is doomed, surely that must comfort you somewhat. Knowing that hope is a possibility doesn't make the path to making that happen any easier to find. If anything, knowing that there's hope out there and positivity out there that you just can't seem to grab, that just seems to be out out of reach, everyone else has got it but not you, can be frustrating. Growing up, I had a friend who was the conduit of surprise. As a Norn, all of her visions related to surprises she'd be receiving in the near future. Shopping for her was so difficult, Nifix. Birthdays, absolutely ruined. She, she thought it was a curse. And to be honest, I resented her. As the conduit of tragedy, when I meet someone, I already know how they're going to break my heart. How they're going to lie to me. How they're going to betray me. How they're going to cheat me. The clear road ahead. It has such terrible gravity. So. Maybe this is a foolish question to ask, but. What does that road ahead for me look like? When you first stepped inside this chamber, I told you that there was a war coming. And the sides you and your friends chose would be the decisive weapons in the battles to come. Yeah. (laughs) And the decisions have been made. I mean, who, who's, who's made the, sorry, people have, people have picked their sides? Yes. Cordelia has sided with the believers in her own zeal to be free of other people's rules and expectations. Yeah, no surprise there. King has also sided with the believers in his own way, so that he could become a god who can protect those he loves. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's him. (laughs) And Blake has refused to choose a side, which, as I told you when you came in here, was its own side all along. Yeah. 
And then there's you, who has also refused to choose a side. And so, there are two weapons for the believers, two for a new world, and none for the Aethar. If everything's so set in stone, should we just get on with this? That's just it, Nifix. Nothing is set in stone. You know better than anyone else. A level needs a designer. Design with me, Nifix. She raises her hands and like summons magical illusions of the world. You see the Yggdrasil in all its splendor, just this enormous tree with its branches reaching up to floating globes that represent the plains. And then you see in its roots all the lower plains. Um, and that this is existence. This is reality. And she kind of holds this magical illusion in her hand. And she says, the Aethar will lose. But the believers and the undecided are equal. And so a new world will be born where some people have abilities far above average people. Supernatural, powerful, godly abilities. But then there is the undecided who will change the shape of the world. Tell me, Nifix, what would you change? As someone who has been brought back to collect souls, retrieve souls, pay with souls, treat people's lives as currency, I'd destroy the soul economy. I I would create a world in which people's lives weren't used as leverage. Tragedy moves her hands between the planes in the illusion as if to block the flow of souls. No petitioners, just life and death, permanent and mysterious. I would destroy the system of alignments on the planes that connect to them. As someone who was born into a world where there were expectations about what I should feel, what I should be, an idea that there was an inherent energy, an inherent morality to me that I had to fit or I was wrong. I would create a world in which people were just people, rather than being made of good, made of evil, made of these inherent, unchanging elements of what a person should be. She wraps her hands around the upper planes and wraps the other hand around the lower planes and begins pushing them all towards the center, crushing the 30-something planes into kind of one ball with the tree in the center. This whole system that seemed designed to divide people apart and cause them to fight for beliefs existent before their time. A clean slate. And with that, she brings her hands together, compacting all the illusion into one new mass. 
And then she begins to kind of spread it out, like almost like dough. So instead of 30 planes in this tree, there's just the world. I would start things over and hope that everything just goes a bit better for everyone next time. It feels like we really screwed up this one. And that's what I've been waiting to hear my entire life. I think at this moment, Nifix is going to take out the the ore and attempt to remove that head. As you as you raise the ore, uh, tragedy says, "Before I go, one last request, Nifix." What is it? Let me die as myself. Polymorph me back. Uh, does Nifix... Uh, can, can Nifix use something like, say, detect thoughts, perhaps, to get an image of what they originally were like? Get a nice mental picture. Yeah, the, the Norns are a species of... Uh, so the, the word is Jotun... J-O-T-U-N-N, which is usually translated as giant, even though that has nothing to do with their size. It's just a weird word to translate. Uh, but they're just, they're just women. That's They're just magical women from Norse mythology. She's like a kind of a, a mousy, brown-haired yeah. woman of... Uh, she, she'd be like in her 30s, maybe. Okay. She's just depressed, kind of sad in this cave. She traded her name and her heart, which is, you know, her emotions and her 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 brain but really well you know her ability to uh think past her own misery yeah uh f- for entrance into this into this faction and now she wants to die as herself um yeah nifix is going to polymorph her back and take her head uh so you tra- you used polymorph on tragedy she resumes the shape she had before she joined the Doom Guard, which is just a woman who's just very, very sad about going through life, always knowing that things are gonna things are gonna fall apart for her. And specifically, she like looks you in the eye as you kill her. Yeah, Nifix, Nifix will will hold hold that stare as she does it. So you use magic and you separate her head from her shoulders. Yeah. There's like a fountain of blood. Her body drops to the floor and her head rolls to your feet. And there's just a moment you're standing there. And then you like feel a shiver over your spine. Huh. Insight? Can I, can I work out what's go- going on here? Yes. Uh... My insight. Second roll of the episode. Let's not have another botch. One at the beginning and one at the end. 16. Tragedy's life's work was destroying the world that made her so miserable. She literally joined a faction dedicated to nihilism because they were going to forge the weapons that would end existence. And she may be dead now, but you know what they say about dead souls and unfinished business. Yeah. 
yeah, that's 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 more literal than perhaps I had prepared for. I'm guessing. Uh, it enters the ore and actually upgrades to its most powerful form. Do you want to give it any particular uh, visual flair or description? Because I'm going to tell you what it does now. But first, uh, how does it look? Hmm. So. Uh, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to remember the specifics of how we had it looking when when it had its first upgrade. Yeah, so it started as just a wooden ore, and then you gave it like a skull uh, makeover. It was like we we talked about a couple of different ways to make me it could be have like a skull at the top or at the bottom or but it's it's been open to interpretation. There's a lot of different art of it. Yeah, but so I I think the final endpoint of where I wanted that transformation to go is. Uh, it's got the it's got the skull on one end, the paddle on the other, and the shape's just gonna morph a little bit. It's a fucking it's a it's a fucking like metal looking Guitar Hero controller. Uh, do you I mean do you play a lick as her soul enters it and like strings pull like push out of it? You like... say play play a lick more like clack 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 clack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no actual shredded solo. It's yeah. just plastic buttons clicking. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, it just makes the it makes the wrong note no, note sound. Bing, bang, bing. <laughs> oh, I needed some levity today. Yeah, that's that's it. Like you could still use the there is one end of it that is wider and a neck on it, and you could still use it as an orbit. Also, it has become the the gothic gaming peripheral it was always meant to be. And now it has a new ability. Okay. In addition to controlling water, which was its original ability, uh, Cato gave it to Sharon because she's a, a boat captain. Uh, it can now control water in people's bodies. Oh, Nifik's got blood bending. <laughs> you can spend a bardic inspiration to cast Hold Person as a bonus action. Okay. So Nifix is a bloodbender now. I think there is definitely something contextually interesting to something that was always meant to be a party support mechanic that never really got used on the party and now has a solo isolated use. So Nifix, you collect Tragedy's head and you leave the inner chamber to see the marshaled forces of the Doom Guard standing at attention, swords at the ready, armor polished, prepared for war. Hey, hey, uh, hoping you're not all here for me. Uh, Barry the Bariar says, No, Nifix, we saw you tried to stop him. That Harmonium assassin. You did your best. Now we have no choice. We can't let this murder go unanswered. Uh, in insight into exactly what's occurring here? Yeah. Uh, 22? Yeah, no, a tragedy used you. She wanted you to kill her, so now that the Doomguard have an excuse to wage war on the other factions, they're gonna go out and say... That the the Harmonium, the cop faction, killed their leader, and they're going to start a war. I think as far as Nifix is concerned, 
these factions have been looking for an excuse to fight. They have been a powder keg waiting to go off. Nifix is going to turn to him and simply say, uh, Well, we all know it's inevitable. Might as well start burning it down now. For you to draw I'm a shapeshifter Have no face to show Please don't take off my mask My disguise Jingle, jingle. It's December. That's the December bells. Jingle, jingle. You know what that means. It's time for executive My birthday, producers. exactly. It's my birthday. Oh. Everybody, make sure to give me a present at patreon.com slash Yorsky. Wow, thanks. Such generosity. Also, give me a present for Austin. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even do it all the way through. Disclaimer, all presents to Austin will eventually go to Lauren. <laughs> no. Uh... <laughs> Uh huh. The executive producers for December 2019. You know that's not gonna pick up. You're gonna... You know your butt's not gonna pick up. I'm right on the mic, you little fuck. I'm right on. It's, it's, just giving it a smoocherino. <laughs> Why do you have to do it like this, though? Is this what Santa would want? Oh my God! I will murder you. Me? Yes. Do the credits. Joseph Dumbrello. Extellaris. Garrett, I talk words. I are people. <laughs> now they're just they're trolling me. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> Conduit of groceries. Jade, the emperor's hand. That's ominous. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Devin, Conduit of Evolution. Evolution. John Madera, Conduit of Caramel Lattes. The Cult of Gorfanax. Rob Dakin, conduit of Dice Funk, keeping me sane on a 300-mile drive. I wonder if on a 300-mile drive you listen to the whole credits every episode. That really eat up some time, huh? Paul yeah. Mullen. Alice in the Purple. Emily, conduit of Dynamax Yamper. Oh, he's so big. He's so big. Christ man, fist fighting Santa over spoiled white kids. I bet, I bet Santa will kick this shit out of most white kids. I think he- so. He's powerful. Toshiro Kuru conduit of being thankful for content that inspires. Andrea Grothman. Dr. Goat of Christmas Past Man. <laughs> Face down, ass up. That's the way my brother died. <laughs> That's very good. I don't feel like we can do it justice, honestly. Festive Jamie is probably stressing over gifts as you speak. Can we just take a moment to talk about gifts and how what an awful obligation they hey, are? Hey, shut up, Francois V. She likes gifts. I hate gifts. This is the main fissure in our friendship. Hedron Master. Nephis Nef- Nephis. <laughs> oh, I'm losing it. Ne- Nephis Decidia, a lonely gay sheep. Possum Kingdom Refugee supports Lauren's nudes. Thank you. 
Random conduit of, would you like a hug? Vinny, conduit of Christmas. No, I can't read this one. Do it! Vinny, conduit of Christmas tree butt plugs. That can't be real. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, Z23619. <laughs> it's just the quiet assurance. Like, yes, Austin. Yes, it is. Kevin Dobbins. Anthony, patron of Dora. Oh, I guess like Christmas tree themed. I was thinking of like just an actual tree. I was like, that can't be. What's wrong be. with you? A lot of things, honestly. <laughs> Morgan Rapp. Haley Anderson. Did we say Anthony Patron of Dora? I was too busy thinking about butt I plugs. I did. Pinko Sock. Haley Anderson. I'm going backwards. Pinko Sock. <laughs> <laughs> and someone did uh, Santa Fatagan. Nah, Santa <laughs> North Pole. <laughs> it's the thing from Call of Cthulhu. The Cthulhu Fatagan made with Santa. I'm sorry I ruined your joke by just explaining it. Tis I! Zedster. 69 Spoopy 420 Sean Lawrence Ludes. Yes. A montage of goth nifics staring out into the rain. Wow. A werewolf with the Chinese menu in his hand. Sorry, I was thinking about nifics. That's such an important image for people to internalize for this arc. Aaron a Norgard. <laughs> Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock, future chapter head of the Satanic Temple of Nebraska. Someone's gotta do it. <laughs> Agent Hedgepiggle. Aki Savalainen. Alex Vepra. An otter playing in the snow. This otter's going on such an adventure through the credits. I'm jealous. Mm -hmm. Andrew Birmingham. Andrew Feji, conduit of eyeballs in the fruitcake itself. No. Andy Harkins. It's like a haunted house thing where it's like the spaghetti is... What is the spaghetti? Mm, organs? Yeah, with there's eyes in the fruitcake. Anna. Uh, Anna, conduit of procrastination. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Archduke Archibald, the huggable cactus. Huggable of cactus. <laughs> the huggable of cactus. Ariadne, spinning up a new display name. Still good. Arjun de Koning. <laughs> Ash, the gayest bitch in the Midwest. Austin Korksky, conduit of best boy itself. <laughs> Austin, you absolute slad. <laughs> Austin! Merry Christmas to everyone. Isaac, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Mm -hmm, there's going to be a lot of Christmas cheer, and I just want to reiterate, presents are bad, and I don't like them. Becky Toothale, property of Janiac. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B-Ray Echo. 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 Before we continue, I got to say, I got tiny, slimy nips. <laughs> Why are they slimy? I don't know. They added it in that in, They added that in to hurt me. Big challenges. <laughs> big time Getty Lee, member of Big Time Rush. I get it. Blackstone Morgan. Blue Six. Bones or Bones. Brady, conduit of spooky, scary skeletons. Mmm. Mmm. Cattle, yeah. I know that's wrong. Don't at me. Cute lady Christmas candy conduit of orchids. Callum, rake with a Blake. Wait, fuck. Turner. Cameron Abbas. Someone sh should throw Blake in a lake and say Blake in the lake. I don't think he'd like it. No. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. Caradwen, conduit of crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. Being not horny is the greatest gift you can give me. Everyone out there. Just, uh, just uh, for, for Christmas this year, don't be horny. Chance Hamlin is a gambling pig at your Xmas feast. 
<laughs> Charlie, I fucking choked on my breakfast at Womb Blade. <laughs> Chocolate. I just want to say, Chance Hamlin, thank you for inspiring my one shot with your name sounding like a gambling pig. <laughs> was that it? I remember. Yeah, that was what I was, what I was like. Gambling pig. I can go somewhere with this. Yeah, I remember it was basically just a stream of consciousness word association, but that's funny. Chastity jeans. Chloe the dog defending house against Nemesis dog. <laughs> Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Colton King. Conduit of cat beef. <laughs> Cordelia the tube with the tude. Corum the recursive. Conduit of Corum himself. Cosmignon, conduit of Stardust, Ink Master General. Counterfifth. Sierra Saldana, prophet of R and Jesus. Cucumber. Dandy Snuff. Daniel Marsden, conduit of unnecessary consonants. Daria, go freaking right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm Jingle, don't let the bells end. Is, okay, that's the subtitle for the movie, Deathworm Jingle? I don't know, but it's very ominous. I'd watch it. Decibel. Declan Sands. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. Dinosaurs are giant birds with teeth. Now, I'm no dinosaurologist, but... Geese have teeth already. DM Tao. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Don Johnston. Not to be confused with Don Johnson, who is a person who exists. <laughs> she added that. That's not part of it, but that would be a funny thing to write. <laughs> Dorian, Conduit of Devotion. Dr. Izix. Dragon Nexus, Conduit of Taking Too Long to Support You. Dylan and Rillin, the dog, listening on a lazy Sunday morning. Also, dishes. Dylan, Conduit of Snake Pants. Ebrand, if you kill the first Patreon, then we all die. <laughs> That's good. I, hold on, can I go back to Snake Pants for a second? Are those pants that snakes wear, or are they pants made out of snakeskin? I feel like snake pants for snakes would just be like a tube. It's just a tube. They don't have legs. Uh, speaking of, if you kill the first patron, we all die. Uh, I was playing a video game recently where there's a character who's obsessed with killing the first vampire, so all vampires die, and the joke <laughs> is that they're ridiculous and stupid. And I'm, I was like, lol, it's Lauren. Ecorin! <laughs> Elder dog. Elderly goose summoned the untitled goose. Now it's ruining Christmas. Help! Eleanor Nonante sees Perrigen, Horned Vampire Lady with Depression. Aline, fuck, I'm not ready for 2020 yet, oh gods. No one's ready. Elizabeth Jackalope. Elusive Lily. Emma, happy holidays from me and Moose. All I want for Christmas is to know what Moose is. We get a Christmas card in the mail and it's, it's, it's Emma. It's a question mark. And it's Emma and the animal that's like blocked by a bunch of presents in front. We can't see it. <sighs> Diego Fendon. Erin Leilagadek. Fair Majesty Empress Quinn offers fire warmest yuletide greetings. Florian H. Francois Arsenault. Frank Sands. Ginger Beers. Grapefruit Juice. Graffiti Conduit of Rhetorical Penis Art. Can you roll for penis, please? Half Thor Grunderson. <laughs> nope, do the accent. Half Thor Grunderson, first of his name, born a friar in Brimstone Redeem. Happy Holidays from Arachnable and the Silk Matron. Praise the web. Praise the web. Harbinger of the coming furry invasion. Harley the floral lyric cat. Harrison Andrew. Harry, Dice Funk the best allies. Hats off to Botswana, the musical extravaganza. <laughs> I don't know if that's a real thing. I probably should look it up, but I'm not going to. Hey guys, it's Ashley. 
<laughs> I read ahead. He's a good Brent dogs. <laughs> His dick's smaller <laughs> than my toes. I'd rather ride Squidward nose. That's the- cupcake, right? I don't know, but it seems like, I mean, the audience hasn't heard the episode yet where you dick shame a monster for like 20 minutes. Oh, I did do that. Uh, tell me later if I'm correct, and that's a lyric from the song by Cupcake. Anyways, ho, ho, holy, 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 ho, ho, Oh, wow, you actually did the whole thing, yeah. I imagine that's the 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 angel from the first episode wearing a nice Santa hat, and I enjoy him. Yeah. Horny for drama. How do I make friends? Regards, conduit of social faux pas. I'm tired of doing this every month. Just read the rest of the names. <laughs> Is that you, Lauren? Yes. Did you sign up to troll this? I'm trapped in an emotionally draining do- job. 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 Send dick jokes. What would an emotionally draining dog even be? Just wants too many pets? No, that doesn't exist. Ingmar Grimman. It's just Squid Cap this month. Nothing here. No, oh, wait. Nothing more. Nothing less. It's your boy, H.P. Lovecraft, back with the fish people. Jaden! James Neely. Janiac is wishing everyone a merry unicorn dance party. Now, knowing Janiac, a merry unicorn dance party could be a euphemism, so let's all be careful out there. Jasper, the magical Christmas badger. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness, mage of life. Jayish wizard, the wizard of Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen! Jenny Colby. Just veggie, conduit of veggies. <laughs> That's how you were saying it. Jingle yams. Joanna the wrench witch. John Carey. John Potts. John Barnett. John, you didn't finish. I well, it, there was a hyphen. I was giving it a pause, and then you jumped in. John conduit Barnett, of conduit of pillows. <gasps> My voice is going uh-huh. in a second. John, conduit of subpar joke names. Josie, recused Vengeance Paladin on the holidays. Christmas with Bigfoot. That's like a baby shoes never worn. It's <laughs> just Christmas with Bigfoot. I feel like it's really hard to buy presents for Bigfoot. Because he's too big. Crocs. Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. Just a jester. Justin Berthiesel. Caster UK. Kate, conduit of holiday-themed regret. That's how I'm going to feel when I drink 10,000 eggnogs and I die. Kiefer Lowe. <laughs> Kelladry is thankful that her spirit is bound to the awe-inspiring Mitzi. Keller Automat. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. I forgot my ke- credits voice from last month. Ken Taroy. Killer Cotton Shizno. Ken Ikufan. Kitty Foe, one breathing burrito calling out of your stocking. Well, that was an upsetting update on the burrito situation. Corrito Prime, Digimon is better than Pokemon on the Switch. Corrito Prime, you really gotta fucking sharpen your argument before you step up to me, because I can't with you right now. Come on. Come on, fool. Christina, condo to finally writing my master's thesis itself. Kyle Badsvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. Lady Misfit Dino Fact Mosasaurs are not dinosaurs, but lizards, specifically that. We have a lot of paleontologists in here who are very excited about dinosaurs and birds and lizards and teeth. <laughs> I don't know why we attracted that audience, but okay, cool. Larry Yellingman. Lars Owners. Lauren's mom's duck, conduit of Santa Claus, but underwater. Lip- I miss her. I misread that as Lauren's mom's dick at first, and I was Come like, I don't on. know if we're going to read this one. 
Loopy elephant. I'm sorry, Lauren's mom. Lauren Lauren Cates eats Holly co- Cokrazog. It's a Holly font in an Aarakocra in a Bozog. I did have a turducken this year. It was very tasty. All three of those are sapient. <laughs> They're not animals. Oh, that is bad. They're people. Ludovico Limited. Luther, the conduit of a button quail in a pear tree. That sounds like a very small quail. Precious. Macload, conduit of perpetual horn. Now, what did I say about Christmas horniness? This Manticore year, Manticore Death Lord. This year, we're not doing it. Nobody's we horny. Are. F- Do it, <laughs> Master Zemno Horn, or should I say Zemno Horn? Because all horny now. <laughs> no mistletoe. I'm done with it. Math Tracker won't tell Lauren what $400.60 plus $20.09 is. I know you can't stop me, Matt Collier. Is this a sex thing? What's going no, on? It's four twenty sixty nine. You idiot! <laughs> I know. No, you didn't. But I thought the denial of the information for never mind. I thought it was no. a power thing. They were keeping it from you. Matt Lackett's is almost done with his PhD at last. Sleep in video games. Matthew, listen to Dice Funk and Neo Scum Schultz. Also, very cute that Matt Lackett's thinks they get to sleep and play video games now that school's done. My dude, huh. that was your last chance. You're done. You're done, son. <laughs> Joke's on you. Maximum side boob X. Two turtle doves and a side boob in a pear tree. Imagine. Conduit of screaming internally. Melbent. Merry flowers. Merry Christmas to Paco, the coolest shark in Denmark. Oh God, Paco. Is that, the, is that the shark from the shark tracker that went no, his own way? Pablo. Oh, Pablo's a cool shark we saw once. <laughs> Don't, he that's was nothing. going all over the place. Merry Christmas from Melissa the Dice Goblin. My, yep. Michael, Michael Hall. Hall. <laughs> I just like taking it from you. You do. Midlife stasis, conduit of inevitability. Mike draws you roasting nut buttons by an open fire. Miko from Finland. Miles, conduit of passing from credits into a one shot as an ocelot. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen, les- lesbian seagull, Pooh Bear Shaker. You fucked it up. <laughs> I always do it real good. Yeah. My last joke name was bad. I'm sorry. A warm kiss for cold tips. I don't know what that means. It sounds vaguely horny, so I disapprove. <laughs> My valentine is postmodern artist Cy Twombly. Namita Aneskins, conduit of... Nathaniel Homan. Nicholas Dominic. <laughs> Nick. Nicole Woodruff. Not so transient. Needs a new profile name, Passerby. Pie Rabjurg. Pangolin. Patrick Babcock. Patrick Williams. Please check my webcomic, ruinisfortune.com. Yeah, the, the credits are mostly ads for other people and Lauren's nudes, and then people <laughs> calling me uh, names. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. Peruta Holcomb. Puck, conduit of trying so hard that you ruin it, but festive. Oh, nice. Pumpkin Spice Katerion. Is it still pumpkin spice season? It's always pumpkins. God, I'm so mad I can't even say it. This is an extremely white Pirates hill to die on. This is an extremely white hill to die on, Laura. <laughs> pumpkins and yams and various yams aren't gourds, but they're similar in texture. They're delicious, and everyone can get off my dick about it. Pyrosychotic, the mini boss secretly relaying messages of deceit. R.I.P. King Sladass. We Ooh. hardly knew ye. Oh no. I, that's the name. Yeah. This was probably submitted before we decided the canon fandom name is the New York Slod. Rizumi Azura. 
Remsiv. Robert Chisholm, conduit of efficiency. Robert Tuttle. Salad Child. Sean Lyons Burke. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. Sergeant Rattlebones, the skeleton war rages on. <laughs> Shane Sedgwick. Shane Ware, conduit of hedonistic, pansexual, polyamorous switches. Sin Milk Tom. Sir Octopus. Nope. I did it again. <laughs> Octopus. A, a classic Sir Octopus. Sir Octopus, <laughs> conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. Slime King Mike, using these credits as a platform to meet a cute dragon boyfriend. Aww. The new social networking site, the new Tinder, is on the credits of Dicebook. Heard it here first, folks. Snack Kearney, the Christmas snack. Socialist icon gardener, Minshew Third. Spaghetto Drifts Eternal and Sanctified Wimbus. <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> Spore Man Zero. Stefan Lund, conduit of tired of responding to last month's credits. Wow. <laughs> what did we do to Stefan last time? Steven Martinez, protector of Austin's bussy. <laughs> <laughs> Form ranks, create high lengths. <laughs> You're <laughs> killing her. Sternod, conduit of consonants. Sweet dreams are made of these. Who am I to disagree? Sydney Marzing. To beat the spokes. To beat the, huh? To beat the. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Please leave this in. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to beat the. <laughs> okay. T- Tabitha Spokes. Tales of Inquiry. <laughs> to be that. <laughs> yeah, everyone really got you, huh? <laughs> what was I even thinking? Terraflops. <clears throat> Therapy Pipes, Conduit of Gremlin. Thanks, Austin. Great show. <laughs> See, now that's that's a credit I can get behind. Just the cast of Dungeons the Gathering. The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you. The precursor. Thoughts and prayers for Juma and Jack's D and D players. They are my precious, and that's thoughts T H O T S. So, nice. Titty Picks is legal tender twenty twenty. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Trees. Trees, they are trees, us. Trees, they are us. Yeah, you yeah. made me. Like, Trevor, you, you made fun of me last time because I said Trisithiarius. We're both wrong. <laughs> Trevor S, the Goblin Teacher. Shanus. Universal Toby. Victor Melito, Conduit of Quietness. When do we get a dice funk one shot of big gay orcs? Apparently, I can't. You can just got to get someone to DM it. We can. It'll happen someday. William Vink. Wise Guru. Ziphosaurus. Zoltar, the Viking Death Metal Caterpillar Conduit of Retribution. And that's the end of the list. Anything else? Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz. Patreon.com slash Of Horse. Patreon.com slash Weekly Monger Recap. Lauren has a bunch of stuff. Lauren? Uh, I have like several hundred pictures of my titties. <laughs> that's so, a lot. Do you ever think about well, how many that is? it's not just my titties. No, I literally have like 500. There's only 360 to. degrees of perspective listen, listen you do minimum 10 picks for set and you gotta do different outfits anyways i got that shit you're looking for <laughs> what are you buying <laughs> and you open, open the trench coat, coat and it's just titties <laughs> um yeah i'm mark delicious uh yep ever itunes youtube yeah podbean google play you know how to do you know what podcasts are you know how they work come on 
Why are you making me do this? Why would you be here at the end of the whole thing if you didn't know what podcasts were? That seems irresponsible.